can't drink like me, you can't smoke like me. Let's party together. Oh my goodness. everybody we are back with another episode of the hole in none fantasy golf podcast with me words and my neighbor the je egyptian playboy dodi al fayad oh how about that action on tonight's podcast a simple wellness check we're just seeing how you guys are doing letting you know that je and i are still alive and well god help us we got news on je's casting couch we're going to go over winners on the fall swing, some important league news, and a big finish per use. Hi, Johnny. Hello, words. How the hell are you? I'm great, man. Great. <laughs> you look it, man. I'm great. You look it. Yeah, no, I was joking with you. I just had a long day, so I'm like, words, I'm one hell of an actor when I put on this J.E. persona. I'm happy <laughs> as fuck, man. <laughs> Can't wait to sip this white claw and just be happy as jittery as fuck. That's right. Well, what's not to be happy about you and Jewel? Still, still prego. Yes. Yes, thank goodness. How have you been handling that? You've been drinking a lot. Uh, early on, yeah. Uh, <laughs> lately, I've realized that I don't have to get blackout, um, so I haven't done that in at least two, three weeks. Two, three days. Uh, no, it's it's been a little bit actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, maybe over the weekend, but um, yeah, the holidays. I feel I feel so bad for my sweet jewels. She's uh, got to put up with a bunch of people drinking, and she can't partake in all the fun. So we had a quite the time over Thanksgiving break, but. Uh, yeah, only you only have about nine weeks left. So uh, right, right at the tail end, I did the math. The due date is the week of the what would be the Super Bowl of our bowling league. So uh, hopefully that kid's born on a Friday. That way I can <laughs> still make it back th- for Thursday. Yeah, that way you're still drunk in the delivery room. <laughs> yeah, no, I, no, no. That was that was a a good uh, tip that I got from our buddy Coop. Um, he had said, you know, Je, you probably need to kind of dial it back after the first of the year not dial it back he was giving me a tip because i think there was like two weeks prior to his first kid being born that he like got completely (laughs) blackout and his wife was like what would you do if we had to fucking go to the hospital in the middle of the night you're fucking wasted drunk and i I was like uber that's some of the best advice i've gotten thank you coop so there you go all right all right take it (laughs) take it i don't i can't say i completely get behind that but whatever well words i mean that's not the only story about me i mean how about you you've you've undergone back surgery yeah Um, yeah i did that with a knife yeah it was pretty funny going into back surgery i knew i wasn't going to be doing anything but walking for like 90 days afterwards and so like i really wanted to get healthy before and so i did like one of these prolonged five-day fasts have you heard of them no don't fucking do it it's awful (laughs) it's awful it was supposed to like you know like all right i'm gonna you know get real healthy and then i'll want to eat healthy after this and the only thing it did was just catapult me back to taco bueno (laughs) like in a big way so i mean it's just like taco bueno mcdonald's 
Chick-fil-A, Jimmy John's. Oh, you nasty fuck. Jersey Mike's, Eileen's Cookies. I mean, I've just been <laughs> running through May Avenue. And it's been like that, you know, for since right before the surgery and just right up until this week. So I finally bit the bullet and I, I joined Charlie's Gym F45 this week. Hey, nice, nice shout out. Yeah, you know, Charlie... Brooke Bogert and Wahlberg and that crew. <laughs> yeah. Is Charlie's not even in the league, is he? Or is he? No, oh, he's going to be. Okay, good. He better be. For you paying for, a, you know, five classes of that, that would, <laughs> that would at least buy a couple entries in the league. Yeah, yeah. And don't go into F45 and be like, oh, it's yeah, H- H-I-N-6969. <laughs> what do I get? No, don't do that. Just go in there and pester everyone about, hey, do you listen to Holden on Podcast? <laughs> Promo code doesn't work there, Bob. Nah, Bob. <laughs> but yeah, I'm pretty sore. I've been walking around like I got pegged last night. <laughs> Maybe you did. God damn it. I should just say that. Hey, what? Uh, I just to go along with your May Avenue runs. Yeah, you're the king of the multi stops on May. I mean, yeah, how, how many times have you stopped at multiple fast food restaurants on one trip? Only a couple, but I'm not afraid of it. Like if I need to, you know, Bueno doesn't have a good like dessert kind of deal. So if I get a little sweet tooth, I may just hop on over across to McDonald's. Get a little three pack of cookies. Well, you know, the last time when we came on just for our little special Ryder Cup event, I had I I listened to some of that and I over I heard myself state then that I weighed over 180 pounds. And I look back on that and I just feel disgusted. What are you weighing in now? I'm like 175. Are we gonna weigh in? I mean, I'm not <laughs> no. I'm not fucking weighing no. in. No, but I have somewhat re regrouped my life a little bit. I, I think it's mostly just because I'm not eating as much. I haven't worked out once. I've I have walked carrying my my golf bag the last you know four or five rounds, but uh, I weighed like just under one seventy five this morning, so uh-huh. I felt pretty goddamn good considering I really did weigh about one eighty one back when we did the Ryder Cup episode. So I'm still not quite as heavy as I was during the the real Bryson because I was working out then also, so I had some bulking. like a little bit of muscle. You and were now bulking. like I've just like I've atrophy in all my muscles. And just, like, <laughs> The fattest fucking gut. Yeah, dude, you look like fucking shit. Thanks, man. <laughs> no. Hey. I'm just joking. It's all right. Yeah, I need to finish the year on a really bad run. Just so like, hey, 2022. What do you call it? The uh, the cupcake top or the mushroom top? <laughs> whenever, whenever someone's got a real, you know, waist that kind of balloons out. What do you call that? You've got a term for that, don't you? Yeah, the muffin top. You know, <laughs> the muffin you're top. wearing some, some jeans and you got a little, yes. a, little, a little thing hanging over the top, baby. You don't have the muffin top going on where so no, that's No, I that's, do. It's okay. <laughs> I can admit it. Hey, that's that's even a more perfect plug. Charlie, if you're listening right now, we need an endorsement here. We're going to make words go through the ringer this season. We'll start right now, and by the end of the season, we'll we'll do like an end-of-year kind of snapshot, and it'll be a perfect way to promote your new gym and <laughs> words is dramatic weight loss. Fuck the biggest loser. I, <laughs> I've worked out four times in five days. But oh. let's, I don't know if I'm going to be game for like a 35-week challenge. Yeah, come on. No, words. I'm going to be falling off the wagon multiple times it's during this thing. 75 I'm like hard. Oprah. You know how I do it, baby. I'll, I'll lose about 15 and be like, you know, semi-anorexic, and then I'll go back to bueno. So it's the circle of life. Well, I mean, I think that's kind of the key. It's like you can never, like... Once you once you take it off, it's so much easier to put it back on, oh, right? Yes, Whoa. and that's that's Snuggles. Hopefully, sure sound is drowned out. Hey. By the way, but um, so no thirty five week challenge words. No, not right now. Maybe a tattoo bed between us. <laughs> okay, yeah. Neither one of us have ink, but we're willing to do it over our picks. Yeah, I, it, you're due, bub. <laughs> I'd probably lose that one. You're due. I've been on a pretty bad run for the past maybe fifteen twenty years. 
just, you know, ever since we lost in the state finals to Collinsville my senior year, it's just kind of been downhill from there. Yeah, and everything's going upward for our but boy now Fields. we're back. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right, well, with that, let's settle in on the casting couch. Um, first one submitted by you, Sean Weiss Goldberg. He's back. Yeah, the guy's been sober ever since we fucking busted his balls on oh. the show like two years ago. Okay, so he is sober. When you said that, I was like, okay, back. Is he back on heroin? Is that what I mean? No, That's he's kinda back. Where... He's got a new set of teeth. Yeah. Um, he's looking good. Looking good. I mean, we were joking. You know, there was an episode where we went in deep and we talked about the the whole reboot of Mighty Ducks and how Goldberg was going to be the junkie trying to basically like steal loose cash out of their hockey bags <laughs> <laughs> while, while, like behind Bombay's back. Yes. And uh, no, I mean, now he, he might actually be fit to be like a, a nice, coach. Just like Bombay coming out of a <laughs> DUI to coach <laughs> District 5, right? Yes. Sean, Sean Weiss, a.k.a. Goldberg. He's coming out of a methadone clinic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's only eight. Hey, just like you and the, uh, <laughs> once you lose it, it's easy, so much easier to put it on. Yes. He is going to fall off the fucking H train. Easy. Bad, bub. Easy. <laughs> no, I hope well, Maybe not. they could make him, like, even do that in the film. Like, if, okay, so what is it, D4, D5? Or yeah, well, it'd be D4. D4. Yeah. So maybe they could do, like, a cross kind of, uh, like, a cr- like with the Sandlot guys. Like, Squints <laughs> now is all tatted up. He is. He's got his nine kids, so maybe he has his own hockey team. <laughs> Wendy's dead. <laughs> he killed her, but was never like prosecuted or anything. Drew Peterson, exactly. Except he got away with it. And um, yeah, so then Goldberg's team, District Five, they beat him. And then like in the shake hands line, he gives him some drugs. <laughs> so <laughs> and that's how he falls back off the wagon. And where, then it's a redemption story. Back <laughs> back to sobriety again for him. Where does where does Bombay fit in this whole deal? Is he the new Hans Emilio? sharpening estates? Yeah, yeah, he's... He made a bunch of money being a crooked lawyer. <laughs> he's on heroin, too. <laughs> or did he get? Did he actually make it in the NHL? Yeah, no, he's still in the <laughs> NHL. That's it. Go Bombay. <laughs> my favorite... One of my favorite memes of all time <laughs> is is it the? it's a picture of Mighty Ducks 1, and they're huddled up. It's like, okay, which one of your moms are single? Okay, Charlie, you're the captain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he really put the screws to her, didn't he? <laughs> Yeah, it's like, hey, you're an asshole to my son. I fucking love you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait, I do love you. Let me just throw this leg up here. (laughs) Want to go on a date and fuck? (laughs) Wait, you're rich. You're a rich lawyer, right? Oh, my God. I'm a single, very, very poor mother. Like, just north of the poverty line. Wasn't she working in the diner, probably? I think she was. She was working in a little diner there in the... Minneapolis is a yeah. Twin Cities area. Yeah, Minneapolis, St. Paul, baby. Yeah, you're on it. Gordon Bombay just <laughs> ripped her heart out of her chest. <laughs> Wouldn't adopt Charlie for his own. <laughs> oh, sorry, Charlie. I really like coaching you, but that's it. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Before oh yeah, this gets way too dark. Golf. Um, that's right. No, no, I got. I submitted oh, yeah. a story. I didn't. I, I'd kind of forgotten about the assignment, but. Uh, yeah, the biggest news that I thought happened in the offseason was just that, that girl from the rock band that pissed all over the fan <laughs> on stage. <laughs> that was pretty artsy, huh? Yeah. Hey, let's let's make a real splash. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. It was almost upsetting, but he really did seem to enjoy it. But, you know, it was a hell of a piss. I mean, I think after like the first maybe five seconds, I don't know, he was like, all right, is that it? It's like getting waterboarded. <laughs> Uh, I just say that was like the first reaction I had as I was like, they must have fucking drove in right from the road and she didn't get to hit the head before because she fucking pissed a lot. 
I mean, she's the marketing genius. I had, of course, had no idea who the fuck that band was. I still don't, of course, but... Couldn't even tell you her name, but I could tell you what she looks like. She's kind of hot, too. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag on Twitter, like, any topless pics of this girl <laughs> floating around? Yeah, words. your search engine after watching that video. Yeah, I, I took it easy on the Google search history for change. How much are you dying to see the... Uh, Courtney Kardashian, Travis Barker sex tape. <laughs> uh, I can think of some better ones. I can think of some better yeah. ones. I'm trying to think right now. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, no. I just Tristan Thompson's girl who he's having a he had a kid with, or he's in the middle of a paternity suit. Uh-huh. With. She's got a pretty huge ass. <laughs> oh, you don't say. You don't say. <laughs> so he has a type. Yeah. Yeah, well. Enough enough uh, face work for old Chloe, and she, maybe she'll be hot enough for him at some point, right? Yeah, maybe not. Um, did we touch on Nick Cage uh, in the Ryder Cup preview? No. Oh, well, art imitates life once again. In a shoeless, belligerently drunk Nick Cage got kicked out of a... It, it was called a swanky restaurant, but it was off the strip, so I'm just assuming it was like some place with sawdust on the floor. And, uh, yeah, he got his ass run out of there. Still my favorite actor of all time. Are you sure they weren't filming Leaving Las Vegas too? <laughs> Sanderson, baby. Where he, where, he, where he, like, lets his wife go to some fucking just... He just, like, gets, like, professionally cucked. He's got, like, a bill due, right? And he's just like, yeah, you can have my wife for a night. No, 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 no. <laughs> Elizabeth Shue's a whore. <laughs> it's, like, implied that his wife and kid are dead, and that's why he's just, like, a horrible alcoholic and wants to drink himself to death. Oh. But moving on. Yes. Well, let's see what I got here. Uh, just the Ryder Cup news again. Cantley's girlfriend's painting of him where he, <laughs> she really does make him look like a dick with the ears. <laughs> look at that. <laughs> it, does. It, it does look like him. Does, where'd you find that? Did you just screenshot that? Uh, yeah. Nikki Guidish. We, we might her, need to put Is her handle or something like that. <laughs> oh, that's it, huh? We might need to post that just to, for reference of how good it is. Like, zoom in on the actual picture that was drawn because it looks exactly like Cantlay. Yeah, it does. It does. What was some other... Okay, like, one golf news story. I guess we'll touch on that. Uh, J-Day. He kind of had an interesting quote after the, the CJ Cup at Summit Club. My mate. Your mate. And he said, currently I'm probably going to play in three events in, like, six months. I'm like to the point where I can't keep playing golf the way that I am because it hurts my body. And when it hurts my body, then it hurts my mind. All the mental side of things, it's just too much. But with that being said, he says a lot of stupid shit. Um, <laughs> so I really don't believe that he's going to play in three tournaments in six months. But we saw him when we were playing Golden Tee last weekend, whatever. He was playing in the QBC. QBE shootout. QBE with, shootout. With leash. He looks great. He looks like he did in 2015, does he, he not? He looks like he's lost some weight. He's not fat back day right now. Yeah, and I'm like kind of a skinny fat kid, so I like, you know, Dash, bring the donuts, we're playing <laughs> Xbox all night. <laughs> Mom's gone. Yeah, our boy Travis from PGA Memes uh, did, a, did a cribs at his, at his new his pad, his golf palace there in Columbus. Pretty sweet. Yeah, I didn't watch it. I mean, I just saw the five-minute, five-second little snip of it, but he's got a badass little uh, range area that kind of backs up to a lake. Pretty legit. I've heard Columbus is a pretty fun town. Anywho, all right, what's next? Um, Words. Yes. Speaking of piss, the girl that pissed, yeah. that reminded me of something that literally just happened to me about an hour ago. Yes. <laughs> I'm standing in line to buy dog food at PetSmart, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and <laughs> this voluptuous young lady walks up with her little lap dog, and she had just picked him up from the groomers, and I'm standing there with like six cans of dog food in my arms for sweet snuggles. Mm-hmm. 
And this dog just like high steps right over to this little pole that's like a beam holding up the ceiling in PetSmart, raises his leg and just pisses everywhere. And she just looks at me and the other guy in line is like, oh, Oh. come on, Charlie. dogs. And Can we get some help over here to clean this up? No, that's the thing. She didn't say anything to anybody. I was like, just walk away. Really? You're just going to laugh and like walk away? Your dog just pissed like... I don't even piss that much. Well, it's PetSmart. They know what the chill is. <laughs> yeah, but so, yeah, anyways, that was my aside. That is a good one, yeah. <laughs> Did you just look at her like... Pissed more than the girl on the on stage. We don't want to get into everything, but you were in quite a mood, so did you just, like, give her a... I was like, really, bitch? You're like, really? No, I was like, hey. She's like, <laughs> help me, this Puerto Rican's staring at me. <laughs> no, I... Do I look Puerto Rican right now? You look great. Uh, <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so I've got to I've got to say this before we get too far. But as I mentioned, we have a we have a, a themed Christmas party. It's a Christmas party where you got to dress as a famous Chris. And yeah. I wanted to be Chris Gaines. You know, Garth Brooks's alter ego back in like '98. Who could forget? And uh, I just didn't want to commit to shaving my mustache and my chin and leaving the soul patch. So I just scraped that, and I'm going to be Chris Cornell. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay, just going to leave this. Get a wig and. Have a necklace with a uh, straight edge <laughs> oh, he, razor. Oh yeah, you yeah, he did. That he, he had it he, on. He, he does have this. Yeah, so that's not like him like going to the party with a belt around his neck. No, it's not that uncomfortable. I'm not gonna do that. R.I.P. Cornell, one of my favorite Ledge. artists of all time. Legend. So, anyways, and Chester, by the way. Um, I did like the idea of Chris Angel though. <laughs> <laughs> I would have had to shave my whole face. Mind freak. <laughs> yeah, he. I, <laughs> I was like, he's got a goatee, and then I looked, and like every single picture, he's clean shaven. No, so. it's just a lot of eyeliner, so you think it's a goatee. It's not worth shaving my face to do that, right? No, dude, you can't fucking shave the, the stash for the <laughs> okay, show. Okay, for your show. Okay. Fall season, yeah, PGA. There were lots of sneaky good wins, um, starting with Max Homa, who won at Silverado Country Club in Napa. Yeah, that was uh, his third win on tour. Yep, second of the year, kind of bookended with the Riv. Hey, I think that Max Homa, obviously, he's trending in the right direction. Once he got that first win, he got the next two f- within you know two years of each other. Max Homa's the guy that I think needs to be c- knocking on the door for a major this year. Ooh. And I don't know. I mean, there's so many guys that are... You right know, there. <clears throat> how many guys do you expect to win majors? DJ, Rom, JT, Tiger, uh Colin Morikawa, maybe? Colin Morikawa. Jordan Spieth, obviously, is back. But, like, Max Homa is just on that outside of being that in, in that kind of group. I think he's flirting with the top 20 in the world now. So, uh, Cantlay, not to mention. But Homa, like, Cantlay, <clears throat> Hovland. Xander. Zan. I mean, there's so many guys that are elite, elite, elite golfers. But I do think Max Homa is one of the guys that can potentially win a major and sooner than later oh this is getting me so fucking fired up this <laughs> season right now i cannot even stand it um but homa did it in napa and he's not afraid to pop a little grape juice oh yeah what if he was just like blacked out the entire weekend and was like now he thinks that he has to do that every week and so he's just like buying ten thousand dollars ten thousand dollar bottles worth of wine or ten thousand dollars worth of wine every single week uh, i have to do this we've done that before you know trying yeah. to get your chemical balance uh-huh yeah i've never spent ten thousand dollars on wine no 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 but i'm just Maybe saying my life like, have a like a 
a Friday afternoon semi-blackout round and you shoot 71, you're like, oh my God, I'm going to get so fucked up every time I play now and it's going to be like this. Well, I do think there's something to be said about that tournament because it's like the first one of the wraparound season. So a lot of these guys are fucking worn out and they go to Napa to take their wives and like go have a good time. Like eat a bunch I, of food. I, I'm, I'm almost certain I saw pictures of uh, Homa and Gooch and their wives all going to like a wine tasting early on in the week. Like those guys are all... The girl, the girlfriends and wives all want to go and have a good time, and it's like, who's going to play well enough and not get drunk enough, or play well enough drunk to win the tournament? <laughs> yes. And Max Homa was the guy. Max Homa, you're a great drunk golfer. We salute <laughs> you. Anytime I think about Napa, though, I think about the Kobe's wedding. We were out there. We did with like three different wine tours, you know, whatever. And then a rehearsal dinner, a shower that night, not a shower, rehearsal dinner. Mm-hmm. And we went to go and like get double cheeseburgers right before we left. And I had never been more drunk and miserable like in my entire life going through these winding roads up this big hilly mountain. Just, oh, God. Well, <clears throat> how about uh, <laughs> that same wedding when there was the guy who'd been on the wagon for like years? Oh, and then at the reception, he just goes, someone saw him. I, go, I, oh, no, fuck, he it. was, it was you? sitting behind me. <laughs> and it was like everyone knew he. Oh. <laughs> He owned the fucking winery. Yeah. He was on the, the horse. son of someone who owned the winery. He there. lived out there, and it was like well known. Everyone knew, like, yeah, he does not drink. Don't and talk to a beep <laughs> mid wedding. I literally hear him say, "Fuck it," and get up. He has his glass of water, and he throws the water out of it and goes straight to the bar. <laughs> wow! And then, like the end of the night, he's like on the porch, like, <laughs> "Where's the coke?" <laughs> Not really. The coke thing didn't happen. <laughs> Hopefully he's okay. Yeah. I'm sure he's fine. Yeah, he's fine. He's rich. Yeah, he's very rich. Um, Sungjae won the Shriners in Vegas. I love you, Sungjae. Hey, yeah. Hey, like I said, you're going to have to fucking choose. And I know we're going to allude to this later in the show, but you kind of became a Siwoo guy this year. So you, you better, I mean, now that, now that Sungjae gets hot, here you are back on that train, huh? Bob? I, I did pick Siwoo in the PGA, which ended up being a huge mistake. He and Kokrak. But Siwoo is a great DraftKings player just because he's not as expensive as Sungjae, and he can go crazy low, And he as can. you know. so it, Former players champion. I just love the South Korean. Yeah. But remember, you can take those guys. You give me K.H. Lee all day, baby. All right. <laughs> K.H. Lee, <laughs> J.E.'s guy. Uh, what's next? Rory rolls. He won in Vegas at the summer, cl- uh, summit club. Uh, and he semi cucked Ricky who had the sneaky lead going into Sunday, had the lead like after Saturday too. So everyone was like, Ricky's fucking back. He shot a million on Sunday and Rory just did what Rory can do. Pretty, uh, what, what Ricky did that week was pretty reminiscent of what Spieth did in Phoenix, where everyone thought Spieth was back, and then he blew it in Phoenix, but then obviously went on to have a great season, got another win, contended, contended in the British Open. So, you know me. we You and I both, I think, like to give Ricky a hard time. There's a lot of people that love Ricky, and I think the world of golf is probably better when Ricky is is playing at his best and contending. So maybe this could be a sign of things to come for Ricky this season. Who knows? Yeah, we gave Ricky a lot of shit after he got married, and we're like, this is the curse. So I'm now thinking that, like, having a kid maybe offsets the curse. The whole John Rahm treatment. Gooch. Yeah, there you go. Um, There's two examples. Yeah, Ricky, and I really respect Ricky. Obviously, his game, but he's also... 
his humility seems like a funny dude. Yeah. Good yeah. dude to hang out with. And happy belated birthday. He turned 33 years old on Monday, which I did not think Ricky was that old. Man, that makes me feel fucking old. I know. <laughs> I'm only two years older than him. Jesus. <laughs> Back to Rory, though. He had a pretty interesting fall, starting with the Ryder Cup, where he was 0 for 4 the first two days and looked completely dejected slash suicidal on the first tee box on Sunday singles going up against Xander. And the TV showed uh, Rory's beats per minute from his whoop at 70. And for context, JT's was somewhere around like 115. Yeah. And so 70s is like a fucking dead guy walking or someone who just doesn't want to be there. And what happens? Rory completely dominates the course, beats Xander, and wins a couple weeks later. So is Rory back? Well, he did get the win. I mean, it had been quite a uh, ways between wins for his standard, of course. I mean, pre COVID. So I will he, say the words. He wasn't a 0 for 4 because they benched his ass Saturday afternoon. In, in oh, that yeah. he It's the first time he'd been benched, benched ever. in the Ryder Cup. So Ever? He'd never missed I don't think window. he'd ever missed a session in his Ryder Cup that. career, and that's how bad he was playing. Mm. And then two weeks later, he fucking wins. So, Man. Um, again, He's an enigma. Hey, there you go. Just another guy that could yeah, be trending could. in the right direction. Well, Rory also let it be known that he pays uh, carbon credits to offset the use of his private jet. <laughs> yeah, he felt really bad about his, his solo flight home from China, right? Wasn't that it? Yeah, that sounds like a little like post-jerk off, like regret, <laughs> yeah. guilt. I shouldn't have watched oh, that. God damn it. <laughs> that oh. was a little fucked up. Well, he went straight to like, oh, maybe I should buy carbon credits instead of like, well, maybe I should just invite Harry Diamond to, to fly back with me <laughs> instead of him having to train across, you know. Why wouldn't he want his, his pal <laughs> Harry Diamond with him? Like Harry, really? I just, I really need to rub a couple out on this <laughs> flight. Rory, the jet Rory was on on that kind of flight, anyways, is probably like bigger than my goddamn house. So, <laughs> you know, whatever. He's got plenty of room to jerk off. Yeah, Jeff Bezos on the other hand is like, I'm gonna launch Michael Strahan into space. <laughs> yeah, how about that? He's he's like so pumped about Strahan going to space. Whenever he's a tornado hit a fucking Amazon factory, like that day, <laughs> people died. Oh, Bezos. <laughs> Bezos. Uh, next. Hideki Ratsuyama <laughs> won the Zozo in Japan. What a year and what a year for Hideki. I mean, obviously the Masters, but winning in front of his home fans with the pressure on him. And he finished second to Tiger the last time they played it over there. So yep. great fucking win for Hideki. Big time for him. That dude is never buying sake again. <laughs> Ever. Uh, Lucas Herbert is kind of the, the fringe guy who a lot of people don't know. He's an Aussie young, but in the top 50 in the world now. So he's going to be playing at the masters this year. He won in Bermuda. Um, P Reed finished second there. He had the lead for a little bit. Um, did you, I know you look on gravy and the sleaze, the PGA memes kind of had a interview with P Reed. Isn't that right? Yeah. Uh, and uh, Travis asked him, you know, the, this, that, and the Ryder Cup, and P. Reed was like, I'm just glad, oh, well, shut. I'm just glad they didn't blow the thing. <laughs> Not me there. Carrying it. Yeah, I mean, P. Reed, hey, talk about another guy. <laughs> He's looking for that next major. Lurking. <laughs> just lurking. Justin. Justin, we need this. Okay, next. Victor. Oh, the man from Norway. The man from Norway. So he repeats in Mexico at the Mayakoba where he got his first win, right? Yes. Also won the BMW. No, champion. no, first win was in Puerto Rico. Okay, my bad. His second was in Mayakoba. 
Anyways, yes. he repeats at Mayakoba. He also had won the BMW Championship right before the Ryder Cup, which is a huge European tour event. And for good measure, won Tigers tournament in Bermuda two weeks ago. Hey, words, we talked about this. Or we this was a running theme last year. We were talking about when is the next repeat winner. There hadn't been a repeat champion at any golf tournament since Brooks did it at the PGA Championship. Uh, I believe it was, you know, 2018 to 2019, right? Maybe Del 17, Reeve, 18. Yeah. Del Reeve and uh, Beth Page. Yes. Black. So there had not been a, a guy to successfully defend his title on tour until Victor did it at Mayakoba. So that's saying a lot for the young man from Norway. Um, not to mention, I, I saw him. I saw him when I was in Stillwater. The motherfucker lives in Stillwater. And from what I understand, he lives with two guys that are on the team. I'm not sure who it is that he lives with, but he's living with two college guys. He's got two roommates. The motherfucker won like $5 million this past year. And you didn't go up and say anything to him. You're in Stillwater, America. I parked far enough away because my, my XM radio goes out when I park close up to the basketball arena, which is where I was going. And I pulled the back side of the parking lot to be able to still get service. And I literally look up and I see Victor walk and get into his, it was a Lexus SUV. And if I might add, it was like a, probably a 2018. <laughs> so I'm like, holy shit, there's Victor. And I literally, holy like, shit, why is this car so old? I like almost like dropped everything to get out, but he's like already getting in. He looks on his uh, windshield, like underneath his wiper to make sure he didn't get a parking ticket <laughs> and then gets in his car. And I was like, that is fucking amazing. This guy, he had just won in Mayakoba. And, you know, he wins the next start at Hero. But, like, the guy... You didn't even get a Victor! The man from Norway! I I would have if I just would have... You fucking... (laughs) I realized that he's, like, 23 or 24 and I'm 35. So? (laughs) He's a professional golfer. Victor and I will cross paths again, bud. God, you call into Graving the Sleaze every week. That's because Colt and I are boys. And Victor... The nicest, most approachable guy on tour, and you didn't even walk up, say hi, and ask if he wanted to record a death metal song with us. <laughs> it's going to happen. Uh, so, th- well, that's... We're speaking it into existence, it's going to happen. Well, I, I just... That, that, just like you said, you know, down to earth, what was the quote? Somebody, you know, I guess a couple of people come up to him in the Nassau airport. He's flying commercial back from Tigers tournament in the Nassau airport, which I was in, like, Five months ago. Shithole. And it is. It's not a very nice airport. You win $1.3 million. You go ahead and float the 50K for that bird back. It's a one-way trip where to to fucking Stillwater from there, bub. So people, I guess, obviously are coming up to Victor getting pictures. And this young lady is like, hey, so what what do you do? And all he says is, "Uh, I live in Oklahoma. I play a little bit of golf. A little bit of golf. Okay. Okay, bub. Modest. What a guy. I fucking... I want to hang out with Victor one day. Maybe even, I got a couple friends that are at National. Maybe go run into Victor at National and be like, hey, let me show you something. And then just smoke one and be like, yeah. Oh, you show, you yeah. show him something. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I see. Victor, I can hit it like 20 yards shorter than you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You are a big OSU golf guy, though. Fuck yes. I mean, we we talk about this all the time. It's like, of course, we both are Sooners. We went to OU. We could give a fuck about OSU and anything else. But, like, I live and breathe for the OSU golf program and their alumni. But more so their alumni. Their alumni in the PGA Tour. Their golf program. Fuck them. I'm a a Hibble guy. You're right. I don't care about the guy. But once they get on tour, I, I have a sense of pride that comes with 
the guys that are from Oklahoma, whether it be Oklahoma State or OU. There's plenty more guys that are from Oklahoma State, but we're getting there. Matt McGreevy's got his tour uh, card this year, um, you know, so awesome i can't wait gellerman was on tour for a little bit but you know we're, we're gonna start churning them out a little bit so oh i would love it if quade just ran through corn ferry this year well quade's got a got a little run to make and speaking of quade one of his sponsors our guys at clubby clubby seltzers free shout out for you guys here i was at their tailgate for the last home game of the year at the sooner game and jonathan brightwell was there uh just kicking back a little bit and he finished second at the final stage of q school so um, he was just hanging out there, having having a couple cold ones, and uh, be interesting to see how far he goes. I know he was just a one year guy at OU, but he's shout he's, out to Brightwell he's a stud too, toss him a bitch. Um, okay, next Jason Smokrack with his third PGA Tour at Memorial Park in Houston, which is a really hard golf course. A fun that's a fun Here's tournament five. now. <clears throat> it's a muni track, baby. I love that. And then he, for good measure, he goes ahead and wins last week at the. QBC, fuck QBE. that, whatever that fucking tournament is, with Nah. Nah. Kevin Nah. Yeah, talk about two guys that could pair up together, though, but we'll get back to that. Kokrak, again, you can check my math. That is his third win in 27 starts, not to mention he wins his next one at the QBE, but that wasn't an official start. But Kevin or uh, Jason Kokrak has all of a sudden reeled off three wins in his last 27 starts, which is fucking nuts. We don't fact check, but you can fact check that one. I think I'm right. I'll say you're right. I did take him Just as a say PGA. Just right. say I'm right. He, he, could be a, he could be a sneaky mid to long shot major guy. He's long enough, and he can, as we've talked about all last season, he can really putt. He's long enough. He's smart enough. And people like me. All right. And last but not least, our boy. Taylor Gooch. 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 He won a week after his 30th birthday. He broke through for his first PGA Tour win, putting on a ball-striking clinic at the RSM. He had like a three-shot. I think he won by three shots. Had a four-shot lead going into the last day, and he was hitting all kinds of shots. It was was awesome. I watched a lot of that tournament. That's... uh as in control of a golf tournament as I've seen of this of this fall schedule. I mean, he had it the whole way, no way. and he comes out on Sunday, and I believe shoots 66 in the final round, just left no questions. Uh, the one time I saw him try to get bogey-free, by the way. Yeah. The one time I saw him get in a little bit of trouble, he drove it a little bit right. He's kind of like popped up on one of those, you know, they're there in, what is that, is that Sea Island? It's I think it's Sea Island. That makes sense. RBC, yeah. Yeah. Uh, And so he's like on one where it's it's more or less a pot bunker-ish. It's like a sandy area, but he's up against more or less a bush inside that. Could easily try to go for it, but pitches out, leaves himself about 100 yards, hits it to five feet, and makes the the fucking par putt. It's like these guys that were commentating, and I I think it was the regular crew on CBS. I know Cole wasn't there, but uh, he... Just the one time that he was in somewhat trouble, no questions asked, fucking easy par, goes on bogey-free to wrap up his first win. And it was, I've heard people talk about this. If there's anyone that was pissed off that the season came to a close, it was Taylor Gooch because his starts along those, that wraparound aspect of the season, I don't think he finished worse. He had one bad tournament, which might have been Houston, which was like a T60. But other than that, three top fives, had a couple Sunday leads. Yeah, everything was inside the top 15 or so. I mean, the guy made some money in a short stretch of time. So Ever since he switched over to our boy, Boyd Summerhays. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, there's a local coach here in Oklahoma City who will be na- left nameless that's probably kicking himself somewhere, right? I don't know. I mean, Steve Ball coached him his whole life growing up. So hopefully there's... Like, so we're going to name I, I have a feeling... Well, yeah. Why not? I mean, shout out Steve Ball. You have a, I like your driving range a lot. Yeah, it's awesome. You know, I, hopefully it's not like a sour grape deal. I mean, I don't think Steve is no. like can do a PGA Tour kind of schedule and travel with the guys. So no. hopefully, uh, hopefully that's, you know... Still all in the up and up. You talk about the stable Boyd's got going for him now with Tony Dude. and Gooch. I mean, not to mention his two kids. I mean, obviously Wyndham. three kids. Wyndham Clark, uh, one of my guys. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, I love watching Boyd Summerhays' stories because it's always good shit. He it's was all, there for the great. 59 that Finau had there at Silverleaf. You know, he's there with, like, John Rahm has kind of been hanging around. Like, who knows what's going on there? Potentially working with him a little bit, but... Taylor Gooch, his game went to the next level, I think, simply because of, of Boyd Summerhades. Yeah. And I actually heard an interview with Gooch, and it was more so the fact that I don't think Gooch was ever into making adjustments mid-tournament or, like, having – he never had a coach that followed him because his coach was here. Right. And now having a coach that's with him on tour because Boyd's at most of the stops with, with the guys, having that – to be able to kind of change and make adjustments in real time when maybe he wasn't focusing so much on that because he's a feel player. Right. Changed everything for him, and it was clear with the way he was finishing and obviously getting in the winner's circle now. That's awesome. We really need our boy, Jordan Cook, to become friends with Boyd, which could happen. Well, Everybody loves old Cook. Yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe he's going to be working with him. Who knows? <gasps> Um, well, hell, what else, Johnny? Um, with Brooks versus Bryson, I was so happy to see Brooksy laid on Bryson, mainly just so we didn't have to listen to Bryson's weak bullshit because nobody likes talking on those things when they're getting their ass kicked. He was down three, and Phil was trying to talk to him about, like, brain waves and links, and he was like, oh, God, Phil, I don't know, Phil. I'm, I'm kind of getting my shit pushed in right now. Yeah, and it was weird because, you know, they only played 12 holes, and Bryson had that thing wrapped up through, I think, seven or eight, eight holes. Brooksy. Yeah, Brooks had it wrapped up through like eight, yeah, 12 holes or yeah, eight won. holes. He had a four up with four to play. And he was just dicing him up. Yeah, and it was funny because the, the production quality of that wasn't great. I think there was times where the guys couldn't hear them talking into that. They were air, wearing the AirPods, and like at sometimes they could hear them, and sometimes they couldn't. Like They were putting, like over hole. golf shots, they were like talking to them, putting on some of those. It was the second crazy. hole that, you know, Bryson's in the bunker. It might have been the fucking first hole. In the bunker, uh, right of the green, and Phil's like, yeah, he's going to just kind of try to splash this one out, land it just short on the green, and, and let it release a little bit. And Bryson just like, just waiting on you here, Phil. And then they go on to ask a question, and nobody answers anything. So they're like, whoever is directing that and knowing when to like feed the sound into the ear versus when not to, they need to get paid more. I'm sure whoever is the producer of that shit, I, I, could, I, I know his name, but I can't think of it now. Zurif, dude. Yeah, Brian Zurif. Uh, he's probably keeping all the money to himself and splitting it with those two guys. <laughs> God help him for and, it. And did you notice who was on the bag for riding in the cart with Brooks or with Brooksy? His brother. Yeah, it was old Chase. Yeah, Chase. <laughs> hey, man. Yeah, I guess you hey, can. Why don't you come along with us, Bob? Chase. <laughs> Chase. I love the par three, though. It was like over a 200-yard par three, and Brooksy, with his Strixlands, Japanese steel, just hits it to within about, what, like six feet, and Bryson's like, God, where is this on the PGA Tour? He's like, oh, I don't know, man. I'm fucking Jenna. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Majors. Yeah, he's like, I treated this one like a major, Bryson. That's how much I hate you, Bryson. 
Yeah, but that was that was that was fun for what it was, I guess. But I would say of all the ones I've watched, I think the first one was the first one with Tiger and Phil was okay. It dragged on too long. The most entertained I think I've been, and the most impressed I think I've been, was whenever uh, Aaron Rodgers and Bryson beat uh, the fuck out of uh, Tom and Phil. And Phil, that was great because Aaron Rodgers is fuck. I was he was making every fucking putt he had. He made some really ballsy putts. Including the one to win, and I mean, yeah, Tom Brady and Phil being humbled is was, was pretty awesome. Yeah, for sure. Especially Phil. Yeah. Oh, fucking Phil. We also got to learn about Frank Sinatra's alcoholism. <laughs> yeah, they invented the beer cart, right? You think you got a drinking problem, kid? <laughs> <laughs> you think you got a drinking problem? Uh, I invented the drinking cart and then the waitress at <laughs> New York. <laughs> So what was the story? Like they literally it was was him and Jackie uh, yeah. Gleason. No, Jackie Gleason. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a Back to the Future line that Jay and I say all the time to each other. Who was it? It was now it. we can watch Jackie Gleason. <laughs> it was it was Sinatra and uh, Dino Dean, Dean yeah, Martin. Dean Martin. Yeah, yeah, they can't even get through three holes without needing a fresh cocktail. Yeah, Hello. so they concocted a, a golf cart with with booze on it, and yeah. they 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 invented the drink the beverage cart. Right. Yeah, that was good stuff. I think that's about it, Johnny. We got well, Tiger and Charlie's PNC father. Father, let's. I mean, the 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 QB the QBE Fuck that you've been that, talking about. I mean, Kevin on smoke crack one day and Leishman blew it. Okay, yeah, <laughs> that was. And it. then Greg Norman for for some fucking reason got an invite. Greg is now commissioner of the the spinoff league backed by Saudi and Chinese money. He's a piece of trash and he wants nothing to do with the PGA because his career was a number one didn't, didn't live up to the hype apparently i i think i heard hal sutton talking about this but apparently norman has been flirting with the idea of starting an, another tour for a long time listen he came up with the concept for the wgc and the pga kind of stole it from him which i say good for the better good for the pga um Rand did pass along that the um on the No Laying Up podcast, they had that dude from the the Premier Golf League, and that concept is interesting. Um, I just don't like the idea of like having a team concept in every single one of their like eighteen tournaments or whatever. Yeah. But um, that was an interesting listen on No Laying Up. If you want to learn more, a little bit more about the Premier Golf League. So words before we get into the father son, which I I know we'll just do a quick thing on, but um, this past weekend, Nelly Corda. Or Jessica Corda, I'm sorry, tied the knot. I thought it was Nelly. It was Jessica. It was Jessica. Are they twins? No, Jessica's older. Nelly's younger. Nelly's number one in the world. So Jessica, her older sister, got married this weekend. It was obviously a who's who in the golf world that got invited. But funny story because the guy she got married, if you remember, Johnny Del Preet or Preeti, I don't know what the hell his name is. He was busted at the Orchids of Asia Day Spa, the same bus that, that nabbed Robert Kraft for getting a rub and tug. And she stuck with his ass and now got married to him. You are it all me. comes to full circle now, right? How, how about that? How did you know about that? Because that is insane. We they talked, were dating back then? Yes, we talked about it. He, he was her caddy at the time. And <laughs> we've talked about this because I brought it up. It's like, yeah, um, Jessica Corda's fucking boyfriend was one of the guys that got busted. What was that? It was like our fifth episode. <laughs> and so literally three years later, 
she not only like what kind of fucking sob story he's like oh honey i just kind of i had to get beat off come on oh. but yeah he got arrested for soliciting prostitution and probably just like robert Kraft got thrown out if robert Kraft got it thrown out maybe he saved all those guys from getting it thrown out who knows but he was arrested in the same fucking sting in west palm at orchids of asia how about that robert Kraft's like hey boys i got this one don't <laughs> yeah. worry about it all right it's on me boys <laughs> robert Kraft in and out in five minutes <laughs> yeah. arrived the best thing <laughs> arrived 9 52 a.m left 9 58 a.m there's at, a reason at, he's a billionaire at, folks he gets shit done at kickoff <laughs> one one hour and eight minutes later <laughs> New York. <laughs> yeah. And and so now that guy is a real estate agent in uh, the West Palm area selling like big ass houses. You, his his profile is is public on uh, Instagram. If you guys want to check it out, go maybe post some, like he posts these big ass houses and be like, hey man, how was, how was getting beat off at Orchids of Asia? <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> yes. So that was that was my last tie in because I really do think that was like our sixth episode and we kept up with the whole court oh, case with I, Robert I, Cook. I'll fucking be on my deathbed and I'll remember Orchids of Asia. <laughs> the, you kidding me? And the fact that Robert uh, Kraft was innocent. <laughs> innocent. <laughs> Absolutely innocent. But yeah, Jessica Corda's husband was involved in that and arrested. God bless him. And his Jess- mugshot's and there too. Jessica for sticking by him. <laughs> Hell, it probably did wonders for their sex life. She's like, I got to pick it up. He's yeah. going into a rubbing tub. Yeah, you like getting beat off? okay that's it pace Uh, yourself yes yes all right pnc father son tiger and charlie big and little john hey tiger being back i think is the biggest story obviously are you more excited to see tiger or charlie uh, Charlie. Same. Charlie! Okay. Everyone is like, oh, I'm so excited to see Tiger back. I'm like, fuck this. Let's see the kid, baby. So I heard Justin Thomas, because, you know, him and his dad are the defending champion. They're like two to one favorites to win, which, yeah, which is kind of bullshit. You can get some serious action on this. It's available in all the books, by sure the way. Sure it is. You can bet on anything. But, I mean, this is kind of, I, I've heard someone else say this before, but I thought it kind of last year. It's like, this is kind of like a, a hit and giggle, if you will. And it's like guys like Tiger and a bunch of senior, or, uh, senior tour guys who play with, like, their new wives' kids and stuff, like their stepkids and whatnot. <laughs> a lot of that. And then there's, like, the top five player in the world playing with his dad, not a son, his dad, who happens to be a PGA Tour professional. Yeah, it's called a father-son, and there's, like, only, like, it's a not handful a father, of father-sons yeah. that are playing. It's not a son-father. Yeah, Nellie Corda and her dad are playing, by the way, so they come off the wedding and oh, <laughs> come straight to, hey, you know That's what? the best. Her husband knows exactly where she's no, going to be Nelly. for about five hours. <laughs> Nellie, not oh, Jessica. Oh, okay. <laughs> No, but hell, I can go twice. You can. (laughs) So, obviously, like the whole sentimental thing of like, oh, could you have ever believed Tiger would be back here inside a calendar year of his gruesome car wreck where words actually thinks he was trying to kill himself? No, we don't need to get into all that. But I mean, come on. Okay, but anyways, did you hear him? By the way, like they asked him about the circumstances of it. Yeah, read the police report. It's on the police report. Yeah, Tiger. So I hope he's happy. Please he, be happy. He was hitting, he, he was going through some serious range tests and he somewhat stole the show at the hero just by getting on the range. Yes. And, and that was the story of it. Tiger's hitting fucking balls. Um, but I heard Justin Thomas, again, who is the defending champion playing again with his dad, he would, did an interview today um, with Colton Drew on Gravy and Sleaze. And he was talking about how. Charlie has had a little bit of a growth spurt. So, I mean, going last year, I think he was 11. Now he's 12. I know that that's still, <laughs> he's still a prepubescent <laughs> boy. 
<laughs> but it'll be interesting to see how his games evolved. Obviously, uh, <laughs> I, I heard a funny joke with Tiger. They they were doing some quick fire questions, and they were like, "What is your driver swing speed right now?" And he said, "Not as fast as my son's." So that's probably exaggerating, and it's probably a joke. But I am obviously, obviously. I would die for Tiger to win again, but I am just, I'm probably more excited to see what Charlie does this weekend than what Tiger does because I saw videos of Tiger hitting range balls. So you've seen that, been there, done that. And what I want to see is that fucking thumbs up from Charlie yeah. looking back at his dad. Dad, dad you, you don't need to fucking hit dad. I got this one. So um, I right. fucking love it. I do too. Would you rather Tiger win another major or Charlie win a major? Tiger win another major. <laughs> fuck, fuck. I mean, Charlie's got all the time in the world. I think just being on the tour, I think, will be an accomplishment oh, fucking for him. But you see, I think in golf, golf and baseball, it seems like the father-son pass-down genes, the things that you can tell them to then be successful in your own right seems to translate better in those two things because they're not quite as, you know, physical skill, I think. You know, like... Football, there could be a fucking offensive lineman that's 6'8", and his son ends up being 6'1", and he's not any good. Michael Jordan's sons, look at the, those two little bastards. Uh, but I just think that there's, like, secrets of, like, how you get in the zone, how you do this. Like, look at all the fucking good baseball players that dads were good. Like, you know, Bo Bichette, obviously. You know, you got Dante Bichette. You got Vlad Guerrero hey, Jr. biggest ass in the MLB, <laughs> Vlad Guerrero Jr., yeah. baby. And so, I mean, the same thing could be said for, you know, I know that the, the none of the Nicholas boys did a lot, but Gary Nicholas was on one tour for a little bit. Jackie Nicholas won a, a few big amateur tournaments. Um, you know, I, I hate to run out of names there after those two guys, but there's uh, Craig the, Stadler, the Duvalls, the Stadlers. I mean, there have been good golfers that have had careers when you can't say the same, but I think Charlie Woods, he's 11, 12 years old now, but. The pedigree's there, dude. He looks good. He's got a great swing. Yep. He's got to be a little obsessed with golf, which it seems like he's got the bug, so we'll see what happens. But, uh, yeah, I would say I would I would rather see Charlie win a major than Tiger. I think that's a, that'd be cool. So who would, <laughs> as far as uh, the team I'm pulling for to finish DFL, the sinks are in. Reagan Sink <laughs> is getting off the bag of, of Stu and playing with in this tournament so the sinks they're actually the second betting favorite after the thomases mm. um and then matt kuchar actually they're tied with matt kuchar and his son john daly and little john daly are in uh, little john's a legit player at arkansas right now yeah i it, would give anything to see them share a cigarette out there really <laughs> share for. a cigarette yes. and fucking, <laughs> fucking go to the bar we're, that night. we're going we're gonna go to the casino <laughs> after this we're playing slots and we're gonna get a few whores and we're gonna be a little hungover tomorrow baby grip it and rip it <laughs> Yeah, and the only thing that's holding John back, you know, he's he's battling cancer right now. But uh, I think little John and him, still, I, yeah, he's still battling cancer. Uh, but what is that? Is like, like if you have, <laughs> if you got tiger blood in you, <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. God be with you, John. Yeah, um, he doesn't look like he's fighting off cancer. He looks like he's. Fighting off bartenders. <laughs> there, there you go. So, hey, no shit. Uh, when when the betting opened, they were 11 to 1 behind Tiger and Charlie at 10 to 1. But they've since moved up. They're plus 750. Um, they're the fourth betting favorite. But you got Tiger and Charlie there at, at plus, a, plus 1,000. So they're they're the uh, fifth betting favorite just ahead of Bubba Watson and his bastard son. <laughs> 
Actually, I think Bubba Watson's playing with his father-in-law. Ugh. It's like, oh, sure, Dad. <laughs> he didn't want to play with his his adopted son because <laughs> it's not his real kid. God. No, take that out. <laughs> no, it'll cost you. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, other than that, words, uh, other guys. I, I think a sneaky team. If you really are going to try to get some pervy action on the father son. Rich Beam. Rich Beam and his son. His son is apparently a really good junior golfer. Never broke 70 in his life. And in the same tournament, he breaks 70 and then shoots like 63. Ooh. I heard him telling the story. but Rich Beam, New Mexico State alum. Yeah, they're plus 3,300, so there's some money to be had there. But He's apparently not afraid to tip a few back with you either. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, the, the basically, the, the rounding out the, the tail end of all the odds, you've got Dave, Team Duvall, Omira, Trevino, Faldo, Watson, Player Price. So, a bunch of guys that are just happy to be there. Rock and roll. I will be watching. I'll be watching a little bit. Um, so, that's what's funny. I've had my Peacock subscription since the father-son last year. Paid like four ninety nine a month ever since then, which Peacock's great if you guys don't have it. Go get Peacock. It is it's great really for golf. good. And I, I wish that uh, Peacock would pay pay me for saying that. I'm just saying that out of the goodness of my heart. But this is going to be on NBC this year, and I can guarantee you it's going to be some of the best golf ratings they've had. But ten, I mean, they don't get what do they have? The players they have U.S. Open, U.S. Open. I mean, it'll be up there with John Rahm's U.S. Open. Could could <laughs> be. That would be funny. Yeah. I mean, people want to see what Tiger and Charlie are going to do. Tiger, he is the needle, is he not? No, he is, so. All right, man. Well, did you want to get in the league news? Yeah, of course. Do it. I mean, we've got... What's up? League's coming up, maybe. We've got literally a few weeks left. Uh, We haven't... Have we made the call on whether or not we're going to start in Sony at Sony or if we're going to start at the Century? I think we're doing it at the Century, babe. Okay, so... It's going to be tough. Only three picks max per player this year so you're gonna have to take out that thinking cap a little bit more and i think that everyone kind of tried to save guys till the tail end of the season and there was guys that didn't get used i think dropping it to three is going to kind of make it obviously a little bit more restrictive on what you want to do early in the season and what you do in the majors but most importantly it'll be less lineups that are exactly the same exactly and the other awesome feature that we're going to add this year with that yes we're going to add a skin a weekly winner a skins type format where if you are the outright winner if it ties it pushes over to the next week but if you're the outright winner we're going to award a weekly monetary prize we're thinking 50 bucks we're going to see what the league it'll entry, be 50 it'll be 50 it'll be 50 and by outright winner he means solo an, winner and unique lineup a unique lineup winner. So if you have the same lineup as someone else and you guys both win, it goes the next week. So like you I said, unique, so, right? I'm you just know, like, outright winner. <laughs> yeah, there's not a tie where it's outright winner. Okay, <laughs> keep going. So theoretically, you know, there's plenty. Of, I haven't looked back at the results to see how many, but there's not a lot of outright winners throughout the year. I mean, we've got what thirty? Is it thirty three or thirty four tournaments? We're doing thirty four tournaments we're doing this year, and I would bet you that outright winners were under 10 so if we do 50 a week and there's a five week carryover that's going to be 250 bucks i'm not good at math but i think i did the week the math right there yeah um so we're going to do a weekly winner to where every week is important you miss several weeks you still could come back one week and pick a winning lineup and win some money yeah babe. um so it is going to be awesome and we want everybody to tell their friends get people involved if you're going to join the league, find somebody else to join it with you, and it'll be a fucking awesome time. I can't tell you how many people played for the first time this year and told me, J.E., this fucking thing makes every goddamn week interesting for me. So 
Give a fucking Christmas present to some of your friends and get them in the league this year because I swear to God they're going to enjoy it. Yeah. Well, you don't have to pay for them, but just tell them about it. And if they don't, and I just swear to God, I guess I'm going to go to hell. <clears throat> How do they do that? Do they just forward C-Rob's, uh, the commissioner's email yeah. to a new person and then... I will send... I will... Here's my promise. I will send an email following up on what C-Rob, anybody in the league already should have gotten an email from C-Rob, a generic email from the BLC commissioner. Check your spam file if you haven't seen it, but... I will draw up another email and send it to everybody that I can think of. I've got a list of people that I sent it to that didn't join. I'm going to send it to so many people. Forward it along. Click the link. Type in the password. Leak passwords. Why not? And join the league. 105 bucks. It's the best 105 bucks to get you through 34 weeks. It's nothing. It's Again, I'm not good at math, but I think that's under 3 bucks a week. So get somebody to join the league. It's fun and it'll be awesome. And we will be here to report everything you fucking want to know about golf every fucking week. And a lot of shit that you won't want to hear. Exactly. Well said. All right. Thank you, Johnny. Well, I think that's about it, right? Good, good message from the league. Thank you very much for handling that. And thank you. C Rob again for being the commish. C Rob best commissioner out there. All right, man. Well, you want to do one again next week or should we just wait a little bit? Hey, we'll, We'll see, Bob. Well, you did allude to it earlier. We got to have the My Guy draft. Oh, yes. Okay, yes. Next next episode, whether that's next week or the week after. Let's see. Next next Wednesday words. That's the 22nd of December. Then following that would be the 29th. So we got to at least cram one in there before the end of the year. And we're, Words and I are going to do the second annual My Boy draft. Mm. With, if you remember correctly, we each took three guys Maybe some of them are the same. Maybe some aren't. I don't know if I like Doc Redman as much as I liked him last year. We'll see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> I don't even think I picked Doc. What about Crunchy Remember Pete? I picked uh, Crunchy Pete. Did he get picked up? Yeah, Crunchy Pete Keith parted Mitchell ways with his Keith. ass. <laughs> kicked his ass to the curb. He's back to the fucking lizard lot now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Keith Mitchell's a shaman now in yeah. Portland. He's like, man, I'm just been following, uh, you know. Mo, I'm out. I'm out on the road with Mo again. <laughs> There's a parking lot, cheese, uh, grilled cheese, and shaman. <laughs> All right. All right. We'll end it on that. Crunchy Pete, we love you. You guys have a great week. We're happy to be back. Keep your head down. You can't drink like me. You can't smoke like me. Let's party together. Oh, my goodness.